you are listening to Ideas and Leaders podcast. I'm Elena Paventa, Executive Communication Coach and TEDx Organizer. With each episode, I'll share with you communication tips and ideas from top business leaders to help you excel in your career. Welcome to the next episode of Ideas and Leaders podcast. Today, we have a very exciting guest on our podcast. We will be speaking about writing and publishing books. Our guest today is Jyotsna Ramachandran. She's a bestselling author. She's a book publisher, and she's also a TEDx speaker, which is so close to my heart as I'm TEDx organizer. Jyotsna is an author success coach, so she helps authors to build their profitable author funnel with the help of their book. And this is what we will be discussing today. Hi, Jyotsna. It's great to have you here on the podcast. Hi, Elena. It's so nice to be on your show. So Jyotsna, I know that many people who are listening to us, they are interested in writing, in publishing their book, but they just don't know where to start. So what would you recommend to a person who's just in the beginning of their journey, what to do, how to start? Great. I'm sure you must have heard the TEDx talk of Simon Sinek called Start With Why. So I recommend everybody to start with why when it comes to their book as well, because having a very clear purpose and a reason that drives somebody to write a book is really important. When I talk to aspiring authors, so many of them have been having this on their bucket list for years. And yet they're not able to finish their book because they don't have a strong enough why. So the first question I ask anybody whom I meet and who wants to write a book is why do you really want to become an author? Because when you are very sure of the purpose, it could be to make more money, to be well-known in your industry, to attract more leads or to just uh, make mom feel proud, whatever be the reason. If you're super clear about that and you remind yourself as to why you want to become an author every single day, I think that's a great starting point and that will help you do everything else to finish your book. So finding your why is a great point to start. For sure, book can give us publicity, can show our credibility. And also you mentioned making more money. Do you think that it is possible to make more money with a book? Because from what I heard, that a book is kind of your business card, that it helps you in your you know image, but it doesn't necessarily make you a rich person. So what do you think about this? Well, it depends on the type of book, Elena. If I say write a fantastic novel like Harry Potter and there are millions and millions of readers, then the book's royalty itself could be a solid source of income. However, 99% of the manuscripts or the books that get published do not reach that level of success when it comes to the sales from the books. So I encourage authors to look at other streams of income and not just look at the royalty that you will earn because the royalty is just the tip of the iceberg. The real opportunity is behind the book, what you do using the book. So if the author of the book, say, is an entrepreneur or a coach or a speaker, and they have other businesses which are related to the book, then the book can be a great starting point to start a relationship with your future client. But I don't really like this analogy of comparing the book with a business card, because if it doesn't have great content, then people are not going to really value the business card. So the content has to be great. It has to add value to your readers. And then if you have other things related to the book, which can add more value to the readers, then even if, uh, let's say you sell a hundred books, 
but two of your readers become your one-on-one -on -one coaching clients and you charge $10,000 per client, the revenue from the book is the sale of the 100 books plus $20,000. So I, I think that's the way we should approach the money that you can make from the book. Yes, indeed. So it can also be a huge why. Why should we write the book? So we are in this point, we have our why. We know that we want to write a book. We're motivated. How to find the topic? How to find the topic that will be interesting for readers and that will be relevant for our readers? This is such a great question because in spite of finding the why, a lot of people get stuck because they're so confused. There are multiple topic ideas in one's mind and they're not sure how to approach this. So I can define this in three easy steps. So in the first step, it's important to just do, a, I would say, brainstorming or a brain dumping exercise where you just make a list of all the potential book topic ideas that come to your mind. And a great way to do this is to ask a bunch of relevant questions like, what is it that you like to speak about all the time? What are you really good at? What kind of topics do people come and ask you for advice? That clearly shows what are you good at? What are people willing to pay you for? And what are your inherent interest areas? And what is it that you want to help people around? So by asking these kind of questions to oneself, potential author can make a list of a lot of different topic ideas. And then you need to filter it down. For that, you can probably go to the second step and try to see if you can make your book topic a little unique. Because there are so many books written on any given topic, right? If there is productivity, there are hundreds of books. If there is public speaking, like what you teach, there are again hundreds of books. So an author needs to now look at each of those topics and see, can I make this topic unique? And a great way to do that is to mold the topic and look at how can I serve a narrow niche of readers using that topic. For example, if it's public speaking, it doesn't have to be a general public speaking book, but it could be, say, public speaking for corporate leaders or public speaking for students. So that way you're targeting a smaller reader base and that can make the book unique. Or you can also create your own unique system of creating that, of bringing about that solution. For example, if productivity is your topic, then and the author may be a new author, but they may actually follow a system for their own personal productivity. So if you're able to map out the steps, then that can be your unique solution. And that can make this book stand out compared to all the other productivity books out there by just bringing your life experience and your steps to it. So that's the second step. And not every topic will fall under you know, this criteria of making it unique. So that way you can narrow it down further. And the final step is to check if this will actually make sense and will it make money. So this is where you go and see if this book is relevant to what you want to do in life. Is this what you want to talk about five years from now, 10 years from now? Is it relevant to how you want to serve uh, people? So it could either be your profession or it could be a mess in your life that you're now trying to create as your message and serve people using that. Like, for example, I had a client, she went through a very tough divorce and now she wants to write a book for women who want to have a happy life after divorce. So now she has become like a divorce coach and she had no experience in coaching before this. She is not a divorce lawyer. She's not a psychotherapist, but because of her own life experience, she wants to help people go through it in an easier way. And that's why she's writing a book on that topic. So the third step is basically to see if the topic is truly relevant to how you want to serve the world. So by going through this exercise, it's easy to come up with a lot of ideas initially, but then narrow it down and then choose that one or two topic ideas that you want to convert it to a book. Perfect. So we are brainstorming ideas, then we're narrowing down the audience, and then we are searching for the topic which is relevant for our audience, right? 
Absolutely. Yeah. So I saw a lot of authors who are saying that they are on the list. They are a best-selling author, that they are on Amazon bestseller list. So how does Amazon bestseller list works? And is it possible to plan somehow to get there? And if yes, then what are the steps? Great question. In my opinion, out of all the bestseller charts out there, like New York Times or Wall Street Journal, Amazon bestseller list is relatively easier to achieve because it just needs some planning and uh, execution. How the list actually works is every one hour, Amazon would refresh its sales charts and arrange books and actually any product on their store in the order of the number of sales. So the book that has sold the maximum during that one hour will be in the first position and likewise the other books are arranged. And the best part about this is this is done inside every single category. So it's not just the entire Amazon store has one list, but under the bookstore, there are several categories. Under the Kindle store, there are several categories, business and self-help and thrillers. And, you know, there are so many genres and under them, there are subcategories as well. So under business, you will find small business, green business, leadership, and so many other sub-subtopics, uh, categories. So what an author needs to do to not just hit the top 100, to even reach that, they drive a lot of traffic to their Amazon book page within a short duration of time and ensure that all these people download the books. So the speed at which the book sells is more important than the total number of books that sell. And it's smart to list your book under categories where it's easy to rank at number one. For example, if you know a top author's book has just got published and they are in a particular category, then you don't want to have your book in the same category because obviously their sale will be more than yours. So you need to look at all the relevant categories for your book and then let Amazon know which are the categories that you want your book to be in so that it is relevant, but at the same time, not super competitive. So that's the way to list the categories. And once you have the categories in place, then you make use of your launch team, you make use of promotional websites, your own email list and your audience and send all of them to your book page within a few days. So don't just tell them I've launch the book, buy it whenever you want. Tell them exactly when you want them to buy your book so that even if you have just 100 people buying your book, your book can still become a number one bestseller inside one of the categories in Amazon. So that's how it works. Yes. And I also saw that authors are offering the sets of books. So if you buy five books, if you buy 10 books, then you will get something, um, some surprise. Right. Is it also a strategy to increase your sales in a short period of time, right? Yes, absolutely. But this cannot be done on Amazon because on Amazon, it's difficult when you're self-publishing your book to bundle and do all of that. But when you're doing your uh, pre-order campaign for your book and you're selling the book from your own landing page, then it's possible to bundle books together and offer these uh, bulk discount and bulk promotion offers and do all of that stuff. But for a first-time author who is just doing a simple Amazon launch, you really don't need to go and do all those kind of promotions to really hit the bestseller charts. It's a lot simpler than that. Perfect. Perfect. It sounds quite simple. Thank you so much for describing this process, because when we are thinking about best-selling authors, for us, it is something unachievable. But in fact, we can actually plan this. So right. just another thing that I think that many people are struggling with is that they don't have time to write books. I can say from my personal experience, as I'm also a book author, and when I was writing my book, I could not spend much time on anything else because I was so much focused. And now when I'm thinking about writing the next one, it is so hard for me to imagine that I just don't stop doing anything else 
else and I start writing my book and only this. So what would you recommend to potential authors, to our listeners who are super busy, but they still want to find time to write the book? What daily habits or what would you recommend them to do? This is such a wonderful question, uh, Elena, because a lot of authors feel that they need to be fantastic writers to be an author, but an author need not necessarily be a great writer. So the first option that I would suggest is what you just mentioned, right? You need to block three months of your time and do nothing else but only write. If you are able to create that discipline and have uh, some daily habits like having a fixed time every day to write just probably for one hour, having a fixed place to sit and write, having a dashboard to track your progress every day, you know, read out some affirmations, let the world know when you're publishing your book. So these are certain things that can help you to quickly finish your manuscript in less than three months. So that's the first option because I tell people that please try this at least for a couple of weeks because if you can get a hang of it, then writing the book yourself is a very fulfilling experience and one should not miss that opportunity. But after trying this, if one feels that, hey, I have four kids, I'm running my business, it's too difficult for me to dedicate three months of my life for just this project, but I know it's important to get my book out, then I would recommend two other methods. One is having a book coach, because I feel a book coach is somebody who can help you get unstuck. A coach, like in anything, right? You, If you want to be a top performer, it's important that you work with a coach who can see your blind spots. They'll probably help you to tweak your topic, organize your book's outline, because Due to lack of organization, people feel the overwhelm. But when your coach actually helps you to create your table of contents, it becomes a lot easier. They can critique what you've written. They can provide feedback. It's absolutely you know, a great experience if you can work with a good book coach. The third option, which is by far my most favorite, and that works for a lot of authors, is to have an angel writer write the book for you. If you feel that even if I have a book coach, I can't do the writing myself. I need an assistant to do this. Then an angel writer is a far better option than a ghost writer. So there's a subtle difference. A ghost writer is somebody who would just take any topic you give. They would do their own research. They would Google stuff and they will write the book for you and hand over the manuscript. However, a lot of authors, especially who are experts, they feel that, oh my God, I have a manuscript, but it doesn't feel like my book. Somebody else has written it, right? So this can be avoided when you work with an angel writer because an angel writer will actually interview the author. Like how you are asking me all these questions and we are recording this conversation. That's exactly how an angel writer would approach. They would also first start with the book's outline and then chapter by chapter, they would interview the author and the author can just sit back, relax and just talk about their subject because they know their content more than anybody else. And the angel writer listens back to this recording and writes the book for the author, making sure that the voice of the author is not lost in the process. So this is something that I highly recommend to entrepreneurs, especially who are busy. You know, you're running your business, you can't take time off, but at the same time, you don't mind investing in another specialist who can write the book. So these are some ideas for people who are struggling with the writing. Those are such amazing tips because when we're thinking about uh, ghostwriting, first of all, we think that maybe this is not ethical. And on the other hand, then it will not be us who is writing right. the book. But when you're saying about angel writing, I think that it is amazing, actually, when we are able to tell our stories, to tell our insights and everything that we want to have in this book to a person who will put uh, all of this together. I think that this is a great, great opportunity. So if we decide to work with an angel writer, where can we find such a person? 
So I actually did this as an experiment for my husband's book about five years ago. He's dyslexic. He's a relationship coach. He always wanted to write his book, but he could not write it himself. So I became his angel writer, interviewed him and wrote the book for him. And after the book got published, it's called The Marriage Mantra. His business started to take off. That's kind of gave me the confidence to offer this as a service. So right now at Happy Self Publishing, my publishing agency, we offer angel writing as one of our flagship services because we find so many clients who really need this but they are working with the right person they're not sure if after the writing how can they get it published so we have the entire end-to-end services not just the writing but the cover design the editing interior design bestseller promotions all of that bundled together so people can just go and check out happyselfpublishing.com that is where we have all our offerings and authors who are still in the early stages and who just want to learn a little bit more can attend my upcoming boot camp So that happens inside my Facebook group. You can just go to happyselfpublishing.com forward slash tribe and they can join uh, Happy Authors Tribe, which is our Facebook community where I'll be doing my upcoming bootcamp shortly. Perfect. We will for sure put all the links for your upcoming bootcamp and uh, for your to your website under this episode. What else can authors do to avoid this feeling of being overwhelmed? So what are your recommendations? First of all, working with an agency or working with an angel writer, what else can we do to kind of make the process easier and more smooth? Yeah, this is also such a wonderful question because I feel a lot of times we procrastinate on big projects because of the overwhelm, because we feel that, okay, it's my book. So I'm the superhero. I need to do everything myself. That's what stops a lot of people from actually unleashing their true potential because they feel, oh my God, I need to do all these 25 different things myself. So I feel this is not just for writing books, but even for running our businesses and everything else, we need to focus on our zone of genius and outsource everything else. So as an author, I think the author brings their expertise to the book. That I think is irreplaceable, right? So I think they should be completely okay uh, and just let go of the other things and be happy to let other experts take care of the other things, right? For example, if I have a great uh, story, which I want to see as a Hollywood movie, I would not imagine learning how to do screenplay writing. I would not learn how to direct a movie and cast the actors. I would just, you know, show it to a producer and let them find the right people for the right job. And I'll be happy as long as they mention that the story is mine, right? So that's exactly the case for the book as well. The book belongs to the author. The And when you self-publish, the best part is you're going to own the rights and the royalties. It's a nice option to either work with a bunch of freelancers or work with a publishing agency who have all these people in place so that you don't have to worry about, okay, what is the next step? Whom should I follow up with? And, you know, don't not to worry about all those things and just focus on who's your target reader? How is your book going to help them? And how can you market the book? I think marketing is one part which completely should be owned by the authors because as an author, I can't ask my assistant to give an interview on my behalf. I need to be going and talking about my book. So I think authors should spend their time doing things only they can do and outsource the rest to other people. By doing that, I'm sure they can overcome the overwhelming feeling. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Great tips. So my final question just now would be, what are the top mistakes that authors make when they are trying to self-publish? You're working in your agency with many authors. So what do you see? How can we learn from others' mistakes to avoid them? Yeah. So what are the top mistakes and how we can avoid them? All right. So usually people think that, oh, I don't think I will get published by a publishing house. So I have no other choice. That's why I'm self-publishing. But instead, I think authors should 
make a conscious decision and a proud decision to self-publish because they want to retain the rights and royalties because they are confident that they can market the book and not because nobody else is willing to publish it. So once you take pride in the whole process of self-publishing, then a lot of other mistakes can be avoided. For example, when authors self-publish, usually they feel, okay, I'm anyway self-publishing. It's a small project. Let me just publish the ebook. But instead, if you take pride in the whole process of self-publishing, you should ideally have your book in all the formats, like the paperback, the hardcover, the audio book, and have it available in multiple formats. So this is one common self-publishing mistake. People think, okay, let me quickly put together a short ebook and put it on the Kindle device. I think if you're taking the effort of writing the book, you might as well make it really good, have at least 30,000 words in your manuscript so that it doesn't look like a booklet and have it available in multiple formats. Uh, the other big mistake that I see people make is trying to do everything themselves because they think I'm self-publishing. I should do the cover on my own using Canva. I should ask my aunt to edit my book. Self-publishing doesn't mean you should do everything yourself. It can be done by a professional team. And I think the third big mistake is authors feeling that if I'm self-publishing and I upload it to Amazon, people would just find the book on their own and it'll continue selling forever. They think I've created a permanent stream of passive income. No, it doesn't work like that. Just like how an entrepreneur has to constantly keep promoting their business, an author has to also constantly keep promoting their book at every opportunity they find. So just because you're self-publishing doesn't mean Amazon will take care of it. You need to, as an author, have a marketing plan and keep promoting the book regularly, right? I think these are some of the common self-publishing mistakes that I see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, uh, one more question I thought about what can we recommend to authors who are having their businesses? And as you mentioned in the beginning, someone who is a coach, who is a trainer, and how can they create kind of funnels? What are some of the strategies that you recommend mm -hmm. to use the book as a tool, as a uh, lead magnet kind of uh, to yeah. attract people to our services, to our products? I think the listeners were just waiting for this question because what's the point in publishing the book without helping, I mean, without getting clients for your business, right? So I recommend authors to look at the book and the business as a part of your ecosystem and not as two different projects. So for people to read your book and come to your business, there has to be a link between the two. And it's really important that the author captures the names and emails of people who read the book. Amazon is not going to tell us who the readers are. Unfortunately, they don't give out that information. So it's the author's uh, duty to collect that information by giving a free bonus inside the book. That bonus has to be like a value add for the readers. It could be a checklist, it could be a guide, an audio version of the book, a mini course or anything that can be useful to the reader, like an assessment or just a simple PDF that can be downloaded. But it's important to have this bonus planted inside multiple places in the book so that the readers get excited to download that and they leave their contact information. Once that is captured, the author can keep providing more value by probably sending their latest podcast episodes or sending their blogs. And then after they start building that relationship, then they can talk about their products and services and ultimately bring people from the book to their business. But if you don't have this bonus or a lead magnet in that book, you actually lose the opportunity of using the book as your funnel. Yes, yes. I saw this a couple of times in the books and when the books were really amazing, I actually uploaded everything they told me to do. I did everything they told me to do. It works. It works amazingly because you really need to give value, first of all, in your book. And when people say, yes, I want to work with this person more, I want more of this person, then they will upload your freebie, your lead magnet, anything you have. Yeah. Otherwise, what happens is the reader will read the book, however amazing it is, they just get with life and they forget about it so it's important to have this lead magnet and as you mentioned have a lot of 
value in the book and also have an author page this is something a lot of authors miss out they don't talk enough about themselves so throughout the book talk about your personal case studies from stories from your clients let people know how amazing you are but don't make it look like a brochure just keep giving value and here and there talk about your uh, work with your clients and have a dedicated author page that talks about how can readers contact you as well perfect perfect from my experience what i would avoid is also being too salesy in the book because exactly. sometimes i'm reading books and on every page there's like <laughs> sign up for my course read another book read this book right. and download this and then like put off the readers yeah yes but i think that suggesting the uh, one valuable download is a great way to get people into your funnel yeah so great josna thank you very much for a lot of tips what would be your final recommendation if you would have one final thing that you would like to share with potential authors who think that it is impossible to write the book i don't have time so what would you say to them my final word of advice to authors especially aspiring authors would be that don't wait till you become the number one expert to write a book i think more than all these you know technical and other challenges it's the mindset that stops a lot of people from writing a book because they think oh my god there are already so many amazing books written by so many amazing people what makes me what qualifies me to write a book so i think with whatever knowledge you already have we can serve people who are just a few steps behind you so i think every person's moral responsibility to serve people who are a few steps behind us by writing a book so i think it's also a great way to leave behind your legacy because who knows how many people will still read your book after you're gone right so don't think too much don't think that i need to spend another 10 years in my industry to write my book not really necessary we can have books at different levels for different readers so with whatever you know you already are the expert so just go ahead and write perfect thank you so much jotsna for sharing all your knowledge with us how can our listeners contact you if they are interested in your services if they want to ask more questions where can they find you the best place would be to just go to happyselfpublishing.com and we have a lot of these options to set up a book strategy call with our publishing consultants that way we can spend 30 minutes with you understand more about your book why are you writing it and create a plan for you and then see if we would be a good fit to work with each other as well Perfect. So yes, I'm recommending to contact Happy Self Publishing if you're interested in writing a book because it is really great to speak and to work with professionals if you want to have your book but don't want to waste several months of your life just to write on writing this book. So thank you very much Jotsna. It was a pleasure having you today on the podcast. Thank you so much Elena for this wonderful opportunity. It was such a pleasure. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Ideas and Leaders podcast. Did you enjoy this episode? Let me know that you listened by tagging me in your LinkedIn profile and using a hashtag #ideasandleaders. See you in the next episode.